Welcome to The Blacklist. This show is all about where the elite are, how they rose to power, and how they stay in power. Today we have Ruben De Leon and here at Blue Wire Studios. Ruben, please give a you know brief introduction about who you are, what yeah. you do. Yeah, absolutely. I got to say, man, I feel really good sitting in this seat with this giant picture of me up here. Bunch of people are watching me over here. <laughs> I feel like a freaking celebrity right here. Dude, but, you, you pretty much are, bro. You have a huge <laughs> personal brand. And look, people are like super interested. They're like, here, I should wave at them. And I think they can hear us too. Yeah, they can hear us, which is great. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man. So I grew up in Monrovia, California. It's a small little town, kind of close to Pasadena. Yeah. Um, born and raised there my entire life. I kind of went the normal route of going to school. That was the only way out. Obviously, grow up with uh, no money. You don't ever think about building yeah. a business. You don't think about doing any of that stuff. You're just trying to figure out what job is going to pay me the most hourly so I can make maybe 100K a year if I get lucky and if I work at a company for like, you know, 20 years. So in the beginning, I was just going to school, did horrible from kindergarten up until my first year of college. Damn. I don't know why I thought I could uh, go to medical school because yeah. I knew I wanted to do something where I made money and I help people because I have a real like passion with helping people and knowing that I impacted someone's life in a positive way. Yeah. And now they're able to do better for themselves. I actually really like that. So when I was in high school, I was thinking, what can I do to make that dream come true? And for me... I thought the only thing to do was go to school to be a doctor because yeah. what's the greatest feeling? What's a better feeling from helping someone than saving their actual life? Like performing surgery, you save someone's life. Now they get to live because yep. of you. So that was my original plan. Um, kind of ignoring the fact that I'm horrible at academics. <laughs> I thought it would work out. But uh, I tried going to college for a year, dropped out. And then from the age of 16 to 20, I worked eight different job, jobs trying to figure out what I liked didn't like any of them. That's why I went through so many jobs in the span of four years. And throughout that time, I also got offered managerial positions because I always went hard on anything I was doing, whether yeah. I was working at FedEx, a donut shop, whether I was flipping pizzas, whether I was working at a gym, I was always going all in and I wanted to not waste my time with whatever I was doing. Yeah. So because of that, all of these jobs offered me in a managerial position where I was going to get paid 40K, 60K. I said no to all of them because I knew if I said yes, all my time's going to go there. Yep. So I quit my last job at Planet Fitness and I had like $1,000 in my checking account and I knew I had to quit because all my attention was going to places that it shouldn't be going to. Right. So I quit and I went all in to try and figure out how to make money and I've been able to do that. So yeah. now I have a credit repair business, funding company. We have coaching programs. We help people build their credit so they can get access to funding because that's the only way I was able to make it out. Yeah. I built my credit. So by the time of like when I was 20 years old, I already had like 200K in credit cards. Yeah. And I was able to make investments with that credit. Damn. If I did not have that credit, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Right, right. Yeah. And just you know, just to you know, get the numbers right, like you guys have funded like over fifty-five million in, in, in credit and you know funding and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. loans, credit cards. Yeah. And you're twenty-three? Yeah. Fucking crazy. I'm keep pushing that. I have like two weeks left until I turn twenty-four. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna have your birthday here. I mean, yeah. probably not here, but uh probably here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, nice, nice. Well, you know, I think in the span of three years, your personal brand has grown immense. Yeah. Like, probably one of the fastest that I've seen. Because, yeah, um, yeah dude, you just kind of, like, skyrocketed. So tell me, how did, you, how did you start building your personal brand? And, yeah, walk me through that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's funny you say three years because that's kind of when it started was three years ago when yeah. I started to make money. But I've been building it since the past seven years. Got I it. started posting on social media when I was 17 years old yep. around, like, personal development, starting a business becoming a better person. I started posting consistently when I was uh, 17. Yeah. So from 17 to 20, I was so committed to just posting what I was doing every day, even though it wasn't nothing exciting. 
Like I wasn't like doing the stuff I'm doing now. I was literally just working like at a job, working out, reading books, going to the gym. Um, and that was basically it. But I knew I had to document the journey. Yeah. Because nobody starts with like where they're at right now. There's always a journey. And that's what builds the brand. So people who were watching since I was 17 years old, they've seen the entire journey. And the journey is still going. Like, yeah. like people who are following me now, this is their point of following me. So the journey is just starting for them, like yeah. from knowing like my journey. So I was just so, so committed to documenting the journey um, that eventually it just took off because the event will pick up after some time. Yeah. Like people start to see what you're doing. You start to build a community of people who like you, like actual fans, because I'm building so much rapport with them. They actually like me. So a big problem people face when they're trying to build a brand is they want my audience. They want people who like me, but that's not possible because people like me because I have some kind of connection with them. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just put myself out there. I build rapport. So because of that, people have a connection to me. Like, it's funny because my partner, Sean, like people might not like him, but they, they like, like me <laughs> and they'll pay me. Yeah. But they wouldn't want to pay him just because they don't like him. Same yeah. service, same exact deliverables, but they just like me more. Right. And people need to understand that, that you're not going to get everyone to like you. People are going to like you because of like similarities. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And I think you, you know, put a lot of like your lifestyle out there. I think that attracts a lot of people. Is that yeah. a, I'm pretty sure that's a strategy. That's a great strategy, but uh, it's not like the, you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to get the watch. You don't have to take the first class flights. You don't have to travel all over the world like I've done. You can start with where you're at right now because that's all. That's really the only option because people yeah, don't have true. that stuff. They don't have the watch. They don't have. They they can't do all the traveling right now. So you kind of have no option but to just post with what you're doing. Kind of like how I used to go to Barnes and dude, I used to go to Barnes and Noble and I'd sit in there for eight hours just reading books, writing in like books, taking yeah. notes, just like trying to figure out how to change my mind because that's the biggest barrier for most people. Yeah, like, they're not gonna be. They I, they can have all the info I have on business and making a brand and building build, building companies, but. They're not if they don't have their mind right, they're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to succeed. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I think is like super beneficial for you is like, yeah, people are trying to build their personal brand, but I literally see like Victor with you everywhere. Yeah. You know, like you have a like a videographer following you like yeah. this whole time, you know? Absolutely. Do you recommend other people do that? Yeah, it's vital to do that. Um, it's not like you have, like if you have like a thousand dollars, don't give the thousand dollars to a videographer. Yeah. Because then you're just not going to have no money to do nothing. Right. So, in the beginning, it's going to be a lot of POV, so point of view. Yep. So you have a phone too. People who are listening to this, they have a phone. They don't have to have a videographer with them if they don't have the, the money for, to do it. So, But if the people do have the option to have a videographer, I highly recommend it. And you have to look for a few different things because you have to actually like the person. So some things <laughs> that I faced throughout the past three years with finding someone who I liked was I have to like them because they're going to be around all the time. Yeah. So they can do great work. They can be a great person, but I've, I just don't like them around. I'm not going to want to pay them. Right. So you have to like who they are. They have to do good work. They have to be consistent. And they have to have loyalty too. Yeah. Super important. So if you can find someone with those four traits, then you should definitely bring them on and like don't let them go anywhere because it's all just like a TV show. You have to make your life a TV show. So people who are on Instagram and they're trying to build a brand, all they're trying to, they're, they're trying to build a brand because they want to make money. Yeah. But the problem that they don't, they don't realize is people are not on social media expecting to buy something. They're on social media to watch someone else's life. Right. So you have to That's turn true. your life and turn your brand into like a little reality show and then mix in some business here and there, but don't have it be like 80% business shoving sales down people's throat and then 20%, oh, this is me, this is what I do. Like yeah. it should be the opposite. It should be 80% of your content should just be your life, what you're doing, who you are, building rapport and building connection. And then 20% sprinkle in your service, what you do. Yeah, now that's powerful because I think most people, 
They're like a sales pitch all the time, you know? Every day, yeah. Or they're just posting pictures and they're doing nothing of sales. Yeah. And so I like that because you're right. Like, I think, you know, I, I mean, I follow you, you know, I, I love the lifestyle. Yeah. Like, um, you only invited me here today because yeah. I don't really post much on business, but I just post myself. Like, you like me for some reason. Yeah. yeah. The aesthetic vibe, the yeah. lifestyle, like, you know, that's shit, that's shit I like. Yeah. But, um, and for most people, it's probably not going to be that, right? But it's going to be completely different. Absolutely. Um, so what do you recommend for somebody that wants to kind of create content or wants to build a you know, bigger personal brand? Yeah, so the easiest way I like to make it simple is what people should do. Because a, a lot of the times people, they just don't know what to post. Like they don't know what to post every Yeah, time. they always say that. Yeah. Like it's overwhelming. They're like thinking for hours of what to post. But just post like what you're doing already. Yeah. And to build an actual brand, your whole purpose of doing that is building rapport with the audience. Like that's the end goal. Don't have the end goal be how do I make money? Because the money will come if you get good at building rapport and you get good at psychology and making like people like you. Like you have to have like an addictive personality. Like so, if you can build that skill set of just building rapport, then you'll win. But yeah. in terms of what content to put out, the easiest way I like to explain it is come up with four pillars. So okay. the four pillars are going to be the four main things you post about. So like, what do you think one of one of my pillars is? No idea, dude. What do I post? I'm gonna embarrass about? myself if I try to like try to guess. No, just guess it. Just guess it. Um, what do what I post about a lot? You post a lot of lifestyle content. Mm-hmm. Uh, you post a lot about credit. Mm-hmm. Um, you post a lot about um, working with you and your team. Um, fuck, did I get it wrong? No, those are three of the four. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, yeah. shit. The fourth one's fitness. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. You're always working out. Yeah. So like, I ask people that question and I put them on the spot because yeah. it usually is correct. Yeah. And I'm asking that question because it's to show people that it's true that it actually works yeah you know me for those four main reasons because that's all i'm posting about those are my four main pillars right so people need to come up with four main pillars of what they're going to post about and it doesn't have to be always on business like kind of like how one of my pillars is fitness i'm always posting about fitness because this is what i'm doing already so incorporate in your four pillars something that you're already doing so whatever someone's already doing just incorporate that into their pillar yeah and then the three other ones could be like a hobby it could be family so people who are like have families, one of their pillars is they're a family man, right? Right. Kind of like Cody. Yep. Cody's one, yep. one of his pillars is he's a family man. So people who have families, now they like Cody because yeah. Cody's also a family man. But if he didn't post his family, he wouldn't have the opportunity to build that rapport with a person who also has a family. So if people can come up with four main pillars, it'll make the process of thinking about what to post much easier. Yeah, that's powerful, dude. So at 23, I'd say you're, you know, killing it. Um, what are, what are your goals? Like, you know, you're, you're so young, dude. You still have like, a, I mean, I'm like 25, but like <laughs> you still got like your whole life ahead of you, you know, yeah, absolutely. you want to continue doing this the rest of your life or what's your, what's your end goal? Yeah. I mean, I'd say the end goal, man, is honestly make a lot of money. I want to be richer. I want to yeah. have like 500 million sitting in the bank. Yeah. I want to be able to get that and like give someone like 50 million. Like if someone in my family needs it all oh, here, it's take 50 million. Yeah. But I really, really want to keep on helping people. I don't care how it is whether it's helping people fix their credit because one of the one of my main businesses is credit repair so that's kind of how i started making money in the beginning yeah. was i started helping people for free with credit i would just jump on calls for free i'll look at their credit report for free just give them some advice i'll go apply for this card do this to take this negative item off and um i was doing that because i need to show people that i actually know what i'm talking about and my service works yeah. because in the beginning of building your brand nobody trusts you like you have no results you're basically a no one the camera quality probably doesn't look that great. Yeah. <laughs> you probably post, POV content. Yeah. You post like blurry photos. You don't even post yourself much. So these are things people need to overcome because you're not going to be able to build rapport if you're not even posting pictures of yourself, if you're not right. talking to the audience. You're not going to be able to build up rapport that way. So what I was doing was 
I was getting uncomfortable with posting, but I liked it because it was something that I needed to get over. Yeah. Like three years ago, I wouldn't be able to do this this talk. I spoke on stage yesterday. When I spoke on stage for the first time like a year ago, I was choking so much. I was getting <laughs> lost. I was feeling so awkward. Yeah. I was sweating. But like everyone goes through these hurdles yeah. and you can overcome them. So in the beginning, I was helping people with their credit for free because I needed to show the proof of concept that it actually works. Yep. So whatever the service is, just bite the bullet and like help some people for free. Because what it's going to do is it's going to get you free marketing. Yeah. And the best marketing you can have is always going to be results of whatever your service is. That's the best marketing. No like psychology tricks here and there, which is important. But if you're just showing results, like that's all the audience needs to see. Yep. You need to see that it works. Agreed. Agreed. And I think, uh, you know, yesterday when you spoke, like you did a phenomenal job. Like it was very logistical. You literally showed people how to get $100,000 in, you know, funding in 45 days. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, for people that are not in that industry, it's kind of like unheard of. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Some people could have done it right then and there if their credit profile was structured properly. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize it. Like people who are watching and they think it's not possible for them. Maybe they work a nine to five job. They make 20K a year. Right? Yeah. Young kid in his 20s. Um, they don't make a lot of money. They think it's impossible for me to get 100K in credit. I only make 20K a year. The bank's going to ask for this, this, and this. Right. For credit cards, banks don't ask for shit. <laughs> like, I hope I could swear. Yeah. But the banks yeah, don't ask yeah. for nothing, bro. Like, the banks are like, it's just a system, right? It's yeah. not like you're going to go out and try to get a personal loan. If you're going to try and get a personal loan, yeah, they're going to ask you for your bank statements. Where do you work? How long you work there? It's going to be a little bit more of a difficult process to get a personal loan. But credit cards, anybody can obtain credit. Yeah. As long as you can structure and build your credit profile properly, you can go out and get 100K if you're 19 years old. When I was 19 years old, I had like 130K in credit already. And I had yeah. business credit cards. And I didn't have a business that was making any money. But on business credit card applications, they ask you the expected revenue of the business. Yeah. I'm a pretty confident guy. I expect <laughs> my business to do 500K this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just telling the bank what they want to hear. Yeah. I'm showing them what they want to see. You can structure your credit profile to get whatever amount of funding you want. And for some people who are asking, how do I do that, right? Right. The easiest way to do it is just be committed to starting to build your credit because a lot of people, they don't have anything. Like, they don't have nothing reporting right now. So if they're in that stage, they kind of just get overwhelmed. They're like, it's impossible. I can't even get a $500 card, which is fine. Yeah. But my first credit card was a $500 Daniel's Jewelers credit card that I got when I was, like, 17. But if I had not started, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So right. the Agreed. most important thing is just to start. Like, get a credit card. Go out and get a Discover credit card. Get an Amex Blue Cash. Those are two easy credit cards to get. And the trick with those cards is you can continuously get a credit limit increase without getting a hard inquiry. Because the key to structuring and building your credit profile, you have to build your personal credit card limits first. Yeah. Because if you can build those limits high, like above 10K, then when you go out and apply for other banks, whether it be like other personal credit cards or you apply for different business credit cards, the banks want to see what kind of credit has been extended to you in the past. Right. And they're going to base that based off your credit report. So if yeah. your credit report shows you have a 10K Discover card and then you go out and apply for another card, the bank's going to look at it and be like, yeah, sure, we'll give him 9K, we'll give him 15K. He's already shown experience having a high credit card limit. Yep. But people get themselves in this like trap of applying for too many cards too quickly, and now they have eight credit cards that don't even have a $1,000 limit. Yeah. Now it's difficult to get out of that like little trap. Yeah. So focus on building those personal limits, and then you can start getting other credit cards with bigger limits as well. Okay, got it. Now, I want to cover, because you're kind of like the perfect person perfect person for the show because a lot of this is about like elite hacks and shit like that yeah so you know give us like two to three elite hacks that you use to kind of like live a life of luxury you know something that people would think is like fucking crazy you know like they would have to pay for yeah whatever. absolutely so 
when I think of living a life of luxury, I automatically think about Emirates' first-class flight to Dubai. Yeah. And just Agreed. having caviar on the flight, yeah. having them pour Dom Perignon right in front of you, yep. like having like three-course meals, and then taking a shower in the plane. That's what I think of when I think of like living a crazy lifestyle. Yeah. So for someone to do that, all they need to do is build their credit, get these credit card rewards, because a lot of these credit cards, they give you like 80,000 points, 100,000 points if you spend, you know, three, 4K yep. in the next like three, four months, yeah. which most people are already doing. Just pay your rent with your credit card. Pay your mom's rent with your credit card. Right. Like tell people who are paying rent and be like, look, just sell me the money. I'm going to put it on my credit card. I got this bonus. Yeah. Right. So it's easy to hit the bonus. So once you get these cards and you get a lot of these points, you can use these points on flights and hotels. Um, those are kind of the best ways to get the most value out of the points. Yep. I don't really like to turn the points to cash because it's just a waste, right? Got it. Unless someone's like dying, like they're hungry and they have no right. food. Turn the points to cash, go buy some food. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But if you're fine, use the points on travel. Specifically, I use my points on flights because for hotels, well, I have a different trick for hotels that I'll get into. But for oh. the flights, um, you get the most value out of it. And the, most people don't even know how to use their points, honestly. Like, I know people who have, like, 30 million points, and they're just blowing them. They don't know how to use them. Yeah. Right? So if you're going to book, like, a first-class Emirates flight, if, that, if you go to, like, your Amex portal and you try to use those points, it's going to ask you for, like, 1.2 million points to book that flight, which yeah. is a 20K flight. It's still free, but there's an easier and better way to do it. Now, if you're going to take Emirates, all you can do is go to Emirates, see how many miles Emirates would charge to take that same flight. And that same flight might just be like 180,000 miles. Right. And since Emirates and American Express are partners, you can transfer 180,000 your, your Amex points to your Emirates account and just book the flight like that. Mm. Now you're not spending the 1.2 million points. Yeah. Now you're just doing the mile route, right? Now, now talk about the, because uh, I, I want to know, like what's the, the hack for hotels? Yeah, so there's a few different hacks. Um, you, could, you can use points on hotels as well, but I personally don't like to. But for, for hotels... All these hotels, well, not all of them, but like Marriott and Hilton, these employees get certain benefits. Yeah. Right? Like they can get employee rates. But what they can also do is they can sign someone on as their close relative, as like a brother, sister, um, son or daughter, like mother or father. Yep. You can sign someone on. You can give them a form that says, this is my close relative, whatever it is. Just slap your name on it. Now you can use You're employee in. rates as well. Yeah. Like I was staying at the Cosmo the past few days. Usually that's like, right now it's like, 600 a night yeah i'm staying there for like a hundred and like two dollars a night just because i have a form right Crazy, yeah so i'm saving money I, I use my money when i travel on the experience of wherever i'm going right so when people would travel it's ex it's expensive to travel yeah like if you're not making like millions of dollars it's expensive to travel and go on a trip yeah. you gotta pay for the flights you gotta pay for the hotel and then what are you gonna do just like sit in the hotel like no you want to <laughs> go out and do stuff right yeah like when i went to maldives the flights were free victor was there too he was in first class with me yeah yep, just because that. i have points right so those flights were free. The hotel, there's Marriott's in Dubai. So um, those were like $100 a night What for like a St. Regis, butler yeah. and everything. What so it was incredible. Fuck? And then when we go to Maldives, the flight from Dubai to Maldives is only like four hours. So you may as well just go. Yeah, that's smart. You already went 16 hours. So you that's may as well smart. Go. First time I went to Dubai, I didn't do that. Messed up. But second time I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Dubai. And then I'm going to go to Maldives after. Yeah. But when I went to Maldives, I was thinking at the Ritz-Carlton, that's a $4,000 a night hotel. Brand yeah. new. It just opened 2021. And then I was getting it for like 500 bucks a night. Yeah, that's insane, dude. So I saved so much money on the travel, I just use it elsewhere. I spent 17 k on just like water sports yeah. and uh, just like food and drinks. Yeah. Like four days in Maldives. Damn. 
Yeah. Well, dude, I, I appreciate you being on the show. Where can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. So oh, my name's not up here. So my name's spelled R-E-U-B-E-N dot daily on Instagram. It's honestly the best way to contact me. I yeah. talk to everybody. There's no VAs talking to people trying to sell anything. Yep. I'm actually talking. It might take a few days for me to reply because there's like hundreds of messages, but I'll reply. I'll get to it. Cool. Dude, I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks so absolutely, much for having me on. Thanks for having me.